I think a lot of times we adults society tell people like you one person can make a difference. It's not just one person. Frankly, one person is not going to make a difference on this. In Your Element is a teen-hosted podcast covering conversations with our allies. I'm your host, Abby Jones, and I get to chat with some of the most inspiring educators, creators, and changemakers reflecting on their teen years, what makes them feel the most in their element daily, and things that they wish they had known as a teenager. This podcast is a sister organization with The Element Collective. The Element Collective hosts virtual and in-person workshops providing mindfulness, movement, creativity, fun, and other tools that high school-age girls need to love themselves, own their authenticity, and tap into who they truly are. More approachable than traditional group therapy or school clubs, Element Collective founders Mary Allard and Kylie Roswell base their approach on the five elements and create a safe and playful environment for girls to connect with themselves and others. Because when each of us are in our element, magic happens. If you're interested in being a part of any of the Element Collective events or joining our Element community, like me hosting this podcast, or even Gabby who produced the music that you're hearing now, you can follow this podcast wherever you listen, connect with us on Instagram at Element Collective, or check us out at elementcollective.com. That's E-L-L-E-M-E-N-T Collective. Hi friends, it's Mary here, the producer of the podcast you're about to listen into. Voting time is right around the corner, and if you're not quite 18, you may be feeling like you don't know how to channel your passions, your values, and just all of the things that you care about. With that tension in mind, we decided we had to bring Maria, the founder and CEO of Issue Voter, in to talk about just that. And also to share ways you can still have your voice be heard and form your opinions on issues that you care about. Welcome, Maria. Nice to meet you. I'm super excited to have you on today. Nice to meet you. Thanks for having me, Abby. Yeah, thank you for coming on. So you started an organization called Issue Voter. Can you tell me about what that is and what it means to you? Sure. So Issue Voter is a nonpartisan nonprofit, and it's a free online platform that anyone can sign up for online at issuevoter.org. And when you sign up, you get alerts before Congress is about to vote on an issue that you care about. And then we translate bills in the legislature into layman's terms with points from both sides. One click sends your opinion directly to your rep's office, and you also get a scorecard that shows you the percentage of time your rep is voting, how you would want him or her to vote throughout the year. I think it's really important to mention, especially in this podcast, that it's a tool that can be used by people of all ages. So unlike you know registering to vote where you have to be a certain age, Anyone who is living in one of the congressional districts or has a senator really can get a better understanding of what they're doing and send their opinion to them. So that's something that I think people don't always realize. And then the other thing that I think is really exciting is that because we engage people on the issues they care about and not necessarily political parties, it's really something where anyone can get involved. 
I think we all care about something. It could be something that you've seen in your local community. It could be something that you've come across in school or in a class. Um, so it's a way to stay engaged between elections when the real work that affects our lives is getting done. Awesome. Cool. Is there any specific story from your life that made you so passionate about this specific subject? Yeah, I would say there was definitely a light bulb moment, which was when I was managing a campaign in Iowa and seeing that people were super engaged during the election season. But like everywhere, it's so hard to know about the real work that gets done between elections that affects our lives. So that was a big point of frustration. But when I look back on my life overall, I can see the threads of where civic engagement was important, even at a really early age. So I remember mock voting in second grade. I grew up with parents who always voted. In college, I was part of a student group that introduced and passed a bill in our state legislature. And I also interned for a rep. So I had all these like different experiences sprinkled throughout my life. And so I think that for a lot of young people and people in high school, you might think back on your life and think that there's a certain career path that you're going towards. But there could be things that you're really passionate about that you don't realize could actually also be a career. Yeah, totally. You you mentioned yeah so many different things that so many different people are passionate about, the environment, climate change, education, everything. Um I know that at least for me, it's actually kind of hard to know what things I'm passionate about. Um, what advice would you give to teens to start figuring out what is important to them and what matters to them? I don't think I have any, you know, great wisdom or great advice necessarily <laughs> on this, but I would say that depending on your personality type, you might be somebody that likes to do a lot of different things at the same time. And so mm -hmm. you just want to like explore and try lots of different things. Or you might, some people like to sort of dig deep and do one thing at a time. So another way to decide if you like something is to go really deep and see if it interests you and how much you're excited about learning more. I would say that, um, is it something that you, you just can't not do? You're just drawn to right. it. Or if given the choice between A and B, what would you prefer? And I think that's another way to ask yourself, like, what are you really interested in and trusting some of your um, intuition and gut. And then there's also the more practical side of that, which is what are the skills you have? What are you actually good at? That can also help guide different passions. Yeah. So your organization introduces people to all of these different things that you make much more accessible to people who don't necessarily understand all of the law words. <laughs> See, I don't know the, the correct terminology, but you know. And I'll, you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> your organization does it for us. <laughs> um, what would you say people should look for when they are trying to find information to base their opinions off of? Because as I said, it's not easy for people to necessarily understand all of those big words and terminology. <laughs> That is a great question. I think I'll kind of combine it and answer a little bit more of the passion question as well, because I think I answered it in a very big picture way. But if we want to get more specific to issue voter, and if you're asking, how do you figure out what political issues you care about or what issues that Congress is actually debating? I would say one way to do it through issue voter is 
just choose all the issues. And then you'll start getting alerts. And then you'll start to see which alerts actually catch your eye. Just learning by doing is one way to do it. And what you'll find is that there's not going to be an inundation of, of bills. So even though Congress votes on maybe a thousand or so bills each session, we're covering the bills that are the ones that are getting time for floor debate, that are getting a lot of attention, where um, you may still have an opportunity to sway your rep with your opinion. Um, so I don't want people to be afraid that they're going to be getting too much information. And then you asked for each issue, what kind of information should you be looking for? So the information we provide is a summary of what the bill does, simply what it will do. A lot of times people ask, like, how can you be sure that this summary is not biased? And I say that it's actually easier than you think because every bill in a way is inherently biased. So we are just translating what it will do very factually. This bill will reduce the number of years from X to Y. This bill will add X billion dollars to this budget. This bill will create a new government agency that does this thing. Um, And then we provide opinions from both sides. But the thing to the important thing to note is that these are opinions. You know, it doesn't mean that these people can predict the future, right? Like, oftentimes, an opinion supporting the bill might be from the person that introduced the bill and maybe a couple organizations. And then an opinion opposing the bill might be from an individual that is in Congress who opposes the bill and then organizations on the other side. And then we have links to related news articles. So what we're not providing and what Issue Voter isn't is like we're not a organization that is predicting the impact to you specifically if the bill passes or doesn't pass. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to say like, if this bill passes, this means that your day-to-day life will be affected in XYZ way. So that's still kind of up to the individual to decide for themselves and try to triangulate with their own experience, their values, their priorities. And that can be hard. Um, you might also find that there's certain topics that you really care about, whether or not it affects you. And you might find that there's certain topics that you really only care about if it's going to actually directly affect you. There's just so much information out there. We're not policy experts on every single thing. Um, but it is still helpful to know at least a little bit of what's going on as opposed to nothing. What's happening nowadays is we'll hear about one or two big bills, maybe a year. And, you know, on the news, they've been talking a lot about, for example, the infrastructure bill. Or, you know, in 2020, they were talking a lot about the CARES Act. But meanwhile, Congress really is voting on new laws almost every week that we're not hearing about. Right, totally. I personally know a Colorado state representative. She just recently got a bill passed. I believe it's that children 11 and over can get therapy without their parents having to know everything. I, something around there. Mm-hmm. And that personally affected me. And I was watching it and invested in whether or not it was going to get passed. But I'm not necessarily invested in the new highway that's being built on Colfax. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. okay. I mean, I really, I really think like people can be interested in what they're interested in. Yeah, exactly. And and being interested in something, even if it's one bill a year that you otherwise would never have even known about, I think is better than none. Yeah. And earlier you talked about how some bills get more attention than others, which just naturally obviously happens. Um, What would you say are some bills currently that are drawing more attention? Oh, this is a great question. (laughs) There are a lot of bills that 
are getting attention, I think, from a technology standpoint. But one of them that's pretty interesting is about social media and privacy. It's called the Social Media Privacy Protection and Consumer Rights Act. And I think that, you know, of course, not just young people are using social media, everyone's using social media, but I think young people especially are better at using it. <laughs> so <laughs> what this, um, what this field is asking is whether or not websites are required to notify users if they're tracking their data. They have to provide you with an electronic copy of the collected data. They have to let you know if there's security breaches, um, things like that. It's so it's just whether or not you should be notified of your privacy. And there, there's always that privacy policy, you know, really little at the bottom of these sites. Or like, there's always when you sign up, there's the terms and conditions that everyone kind of just checks that yeah. box. And to some extent, maybe like they are pretty standard. But I think more and more people are becoming aware of what data is out there and what they feel like they want to disclose or not disclose. So that's one example. Um some of the big ones this year have been things like the Build Back Better Act, like those infrastructure bills. But another one that I think is getting some attention is whether or not members of Congress can be allowed to trade stocks. So I feel like I've heard a lot of chatter about that one. Um, actually, that's a great example of a bill where probably many Americans might support that, but it may not come to a vote or it may not pass. Who knows? That is something where something like issue voter or people being informed and voicing their opinions can really make a difference. There are so many issues that the majority of Americans actually agree, but things are not necessarily getting done. And I think that it's important for people to realize the power they have, not only in sending their opinions or voicing their opinions, like when people share an opinion even in person with a friend or attend an event where they're sharing their opinions or sending their opinions to their reps, but also having the ability to track what actually happens. That's what enables people to hold them accountable. So that's the piece that a lot of, I think, forms of activism in the past have left out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with the social media bill, I'm just curious, like, as a teen who can't yet vote, what would I do to be able to support or blanking on the word, but but not support it? Yeah. So as a young person, I think that it's important to still really remember that your voice does have power. And it's one of these things where your ability to spread awareness that the bill even exists in the first place, that's where a lot of young people have the power. Of course, from the standpoint of what I do and issue voter, I'm going to say you can still rally people to send their opinions to their reps. That could be peers, that could be parents, that could be other people in your community. It doesn't have to just be something you do alone. So I would say that's kind of number one, spread awareness. Number two is send your opinions. Um, the other thing is thinking about the power that young people have as consumers, right? Or as users of social media. Something like this is tough because I think a lot of times we, who's we, adults, society, I don't know, tell people like, you, one person can make a difference. It's not just one person. Frankly, one person is not going to make a difference on this. Like, let's just be, you know, really honest about that. Right. So that's why I think for something like this, the awareness piece is so important. But I would say that, it is true that one person can make a difference if you think of it in the context of one, a really local issue, or two, the fact that it does still take that one person to be the first person that starts to care about something and tell other people about it. So I would think of it that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if every single person thinks to themselves, oh, my vote doesn't matter, then nobody's going to vote. <laughs> so yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. So you mentioned younger people feeling like their voices don't have power, which is obviously not true. We can use TikTok as an example where like young people get things spread all across TikTok and get things changed so quickly just from posting a video. I just thought that was interesting. Um, I have two more questions for you. I have one that we ask basically every single person that I've interviewed, um, which is if you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice or two or three, because people always struggle with one piece, <laughs> what would you say? I would say get more sleep. <laughs> yep. And you don't have to do so many things. Yeah. Like I was a, I was a very, um, ambitious, lots of activities, um, always had to get A's kind of young person. And I wouldn't necessarily take that back, but I think in hindsight, I'm like, oh, so much of that stuff, just in general, when you're young, so much of that stuff doesn't matter. Like you could kind of sit and ask yourself like, oh, is this something that's going to bother me five years from now? And it can sometimes put things into context because at the time it's so upsetting or at the time it's like, this is horrible. But if the big context of life, are you going to care about this five years from now? Maybe you would and maybe you wouldn't. That can help you kind of prioritize, if anything. Um, the parents, if parents are listening, I don't mean like grades don't matter and stop studying, but I do mean you don't have to be so stressed out about everything. I don't know. I feel like young people today are so impressive and just asked to do way more. And like the bar gets higher and higher every year. It's almost like you have to have your whole life figured out in high school. And I would say that nothing is permanent and just enjoy the moment more. Yeah, you were preaching to the choir there. I was sitting here like, yes, I literally just talked to my therapist about that yesterday. Oh, good. (laughs) At least you're recognizing it. Because I also think that a lot of times people don't even recognize it when they're in that state. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's been hard. But yeah, attempting to get straight A's and do a podcast and (laughs) hand all these things. It's not the easiest, but it's not something that I regret. Um. So I have one last question for you because I feel like everybody's going to want to go to Issue Voter now because it's awesome. Where can everybody find you and where can everybody find Issue Voter? Yeah. So Issue Voter is a web platform. It is not currently an app yet. They can find us at issuevoter.org and on social media. If you are users of social media, we are at Issue Voter on pretty much every platform out there. I will say I invite anyone listening to reach out to us with questions and advice for our social media. Ours is really plateaued recently. So we have to figure out what we're going to do. You know, we have Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Medium, you know, we're on everything. But we could definitely use some help. So if anyone listening wants to help us out with our social media, that would be amazing. Nice. Yeah. Well, there you go, guys. Go check out Issue Voter. And thank you, Maria, for talking to me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. It was so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too.